Welcome to season three of the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where not only do we want you to get your money, we want you to get your money right. This show is designed specifically for ambitious moms, dads, husbands, and wives to help you get money out of the way so you can start living life on your own terms. And if you're finally ready to transform the way you do money, come sign up for one of our free resources at yourmoneyright.com. Again, that's yourmoneyright.com. What's the good news, people? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where we talk about money like it's everybody's business because I truly believe if we're not good with money, it's because we don't talk about money. And this show is designed to do just that. I am your host, the Money Misfit, Jamar Dupas. And this is the beginning of season three, episode number 41. And welcome and happy New Year's and happy holidays. A happy 2016, 2016, happy 2017. I hope 2016 was tremendously good to you. It was good to me, although we did have some financial challenges we're going to talk about because you know me, I like to be candid about it. But 2016 has so much to be grateful for. And we're going to talk about 2016 and what we learned from 2016, what we gained, what it looked like, what were the most popular episodes. Uh, But we're also going to talk about 2017, what's to come with the show, what's to come with the website. Uh, We got some really cool things coming. And we're also going to talk about how you can launch your 2017 on point. So you definitely want to listen to this. Plus, I have a special bonus for y'all, too, uh, that you definitely going to want to listen for. So. With that being said, if you are new here, I'd like to say welcome. Welcome. I don't know how you found me, but I do appreciate you being here. We talk about money differently here. We talk about money as it relates to real life. For those of us who are ambitious, but we still have families, we have careers, we have nine to fives, but maybe we're looking to transition to entrepreneurship. Those people who just want more out of life and we're not going to settle for the status quo of working for somebody for 40 years and hoping that you can retire off of 40% of what already was not enough. If that's your game plan and you want to stick with that, this is not the show for you. But this is the show for people who really want to get money, not just get your money, but get money uh, so you can you can make more of it. You can earn more of it. You can grow more of it. You can keep more of it and you can leave some inheritance for your children's children's children. So if that sounds like something you want to get down with, something you like, we welcome you to hang out with us and even hang out with us over at the website at yourmoneyright.com and become a misfit. And I promise you, if you stick around with me. We will change, completely change the way you see money, think about money, and do money. So with that being said, let's get on with the show. So 2016, 2016 was a lot of fun, and I learned a whole lot. In 40 episodes, we started the the show back in March, March of 2016, and I did it. Uh, because I wanted to talk about money. And I've been putting it off for a long, long, long time. And mainly because I didn't think I was qualified to talk about money. One, um, I don't have any certifications. I don't sell insurance. I don't work in the financial field. Uh, You know, for those who don't know me, I'm just a firefighter. Um, But I was tired of being broke, (laughs) 
right? And I had a wife and we were starting our family and uh, she was having to go to work and we were having to leave our, our son behind and and uh, it just didn't seem like the lifestyle we wanted to live, but it was like, man, we needed that money, but we decided to do something differently. And when I get into something, I get into it. Like I, I want to know all about it. I want to dig into it. I get obsessed with it. And I've been, uh, quote unquote, obsessed with this thing, uh, with how to manage money, not because of the love of money, but knowing that money is a tool, right? Money uh, allows you to do so much more with your life. It allows you to fully express your life because we live in a a time where, uh, you know, money is uh, important, right? Uh, it's not everything, but like old Zig Ziglar said, it ranks right up there with oxygen, in my eyes, right? So that's how we got to doing it. But I didn't think I I was qualified to talk about money, but uh, I do know that I am qualified, right? I know whose I am, right? I know I was created by uh, the ultimate creator and that I could do anything that I could set my mind to. And I had some information that uh, I thought, really my wife pushed me to do it. She's like, you know, we the way we do our money, other people should know this because we've tried the other methods. We tried the, you know, the envelope systems. We tried to track everything. That didn't really work because we didn't really we don't like tracking every single thing. We didn't like coming home writing things down in the tablet because we forgot what we did. Uh, we tried to um, do things on credit cards that got us in trouble. We tried to just uh, like I said, just do everything in cash. We tried spreadsheets, which neither one of us loves spreadsheets. I don't like spreadsheets. My wife definitely don't like spreadsheets. She's a creative type. We tried a whole lot of things. We tried not to even think about it, just spend it and whatever. We tried to save every little thing. That caused money fights because, you know, both of us, one, we like nice things. My wife especially likes nice things. She likes to go out and do things. So trying to save every single penny just isn't conducive for living a full life. We tried couponing. Basically, we tried all that stuff. But we have a system that we use that works and I think we'll work for everybody, um, but we're going to be sharing that with you all. And that's why we decided to start the podcast. So the biggest thing that I learned and one of the biggest things I learned in 2016 is just to start it. If you have something that's on your heart, you have a dream, you have a vision, you have a goal and you, you feel like you need to get it out. Just start it. All right. It's not going to be perfect. You just got to get it started. I am a recovering perfectionist. Right. And it's something that I'm continuously working on. There's been so many things that I've created, but I have not released to you all to y'all because I didn't feel like it was perfect. But I'm not going to do that in 2017. Right. Like I said, I'm still a recovering perfectionist. And when we started the podcast, it wasn't perfect. It's still not perfect. I don't have the perfect format. I don't have the perfect logo. Matter of fact, we don't even have a logo. It's just <laughs> uh, my wife just put together uh, some words and we picked some colors and, you know, the little white square with the get your money right, that's pretty much been our logo. It's just some text. We didn't really, you know, but it looks nice. It fits. But anyway, uh, the website wasn't perfect. The logo wasn't perfect. I didn't have the perfect format. I didn't have the perfect microphone. I didn't have the perfect room. I didn't have the perfect, all this other stuff, but I decided to start it. And what that has taught me is one, that you just got to get started because your talents will make a way for you. And two, one of the biggest things I learned is people are ready for this information. I didn't know if people would be ready to talk about money. It's one of those taboo subjects that we don't really talk about. Uh, we don't really get taught about money. 
I know a lot of people talk about financial literacy and financial literacy is cool and all. It's cool to know the definitions, but if you can't apply it to your real life, right? Uh, I, there's a lot of people out there who know a lot about the stock market, or at least they feel like they're, they're literate when it comes to these things. But when it comes to their personal financial health, the personal financial health is poor, right? So if you are living check to check, but you want to talk to me about the next hottest stock pick, you know, that's backwards, right? Uh, there's this whole thing about what we need to do, what the rich do, right? And there's some uh, some validity in that. We definitely need to see what the rich and the wealthy are doing, but you got to do it within your own time frame, right? There's a lot of people that talk about multiple streams of income. You need to have multiple streams of income, right? But if you haven't perfected and maximized and made the, your initial primary stream of income as efficient as possible, well, maybe that's where you need to focus your attention on, right? If you've not made enough money to be able to bulk shop or pay all your bills, don't talk to me about investing. Your investments should be, or don't talk to me about investing in the stock market, right? Your investment should be, how do I increase my income so that I know that I get food on my table and I keep a roof over my head so I'm not stressed about that so I can concentrate on learning the stock market or learning real estate or whatever it is that you may uh, be wanting to get involved in. So, um, but I learned that this information that people are ready for, people are hungry for it. I've gotten so many emails and so many messages and I'm just been completely humbled and I'm completely grateful for it. And I'm excited and I'm fired up because, um, like I said, I got so many amazing things uh, planned for 2017 to finally help people. Um, I did sit down with a few people and we did some one-on-ones. Uh, we would sit down, look at their money, look at and you know how we do money, and I would teach that. But that's kind of a slow process, and it's expensive. One being because my time is expensive. There's nothing more important to me than to spending time with my family, spending time with my wife, and being present as a father. So me spending time with people one-on-one, in order to take me away from the things that I'm already doing with my family, it's got to be worthwhile. So that in itself is super expensive. And it's probably not very helpful to people who are trying to get their money right when they got to spend several hundred dollars to sit down with me or or anything like that. So it doesn't work. So what we're going to do now, instead of doing one on ones, we're going to do small group boot camps. Right. And we're going to teach the methods. So I call them the money misfit methods of how to manage your money. This is going to be the very first steps to your success. Uh, but they're the most vital. It's the most important thing that I can imagine you doing, because no matter how much money you make, uh, if you don't know how to manage it, if you don't know how to keep it, if you don't know how to uh, give it its assignment and send it to where it needs to go, uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter how much money you make. If you make a ton of money, what happens is you'll end up back broke because you're not managing it right. Right. That's where you see the athletes. That's where you see these entertainers, the MC Hammers, the Chris Tuckers of the world. They uh, make or earn a lot of money, but they're not very good at managing that money and making that money work for them. So we're going to talk about uh, in these boot camps. Exactly. We're going to open up our books. We're going to show you exactly how we do it, not just what we do and the theory behind it, but how we do it. Right. So if you make irregular income, these boot camps are going to be for you. If you make any kind of income, these boot camps are going to be for you. If you're married and you and your wife cannot seem to get on the same page or your husband cannot seem to get on the pay- same page, this boot camp is for you. 
if you uh, are looking to, uh, you having a hard time saving. That's been a real big deal for a lot of people. Having a hard time saving, can't just can't seem to save. This boot camp is for you. If you're just curious to see how we do our money, this boot camp is for you. Now, it's going to be a pretty intense deal. It's going to be a few hours long, um, and then I'll also also have uh, give you a chance or an opportunity to be able to get ongoing, you know, help and stuff like that through the membership site and all that good stuff. But this boot camp is going to be a one-time deal. It's going to be a few hours. If you take it, you'll be able to take it again. It's not like you can only do it once. It's going to be a few hours and we're really going to dig into it. We're going to question everything you do with your money. We're going to sit down and you're going to go through a worksheet. You're going to walk through a workbook and you're going to put down your numbers and we're going to talk about how to allocate your money uh, and uh, what to do with all that. So I'm super excited about that. But those groups are only they're going to be really small. We're going to limit that to 10, uh, no more than 20. I say 10 because if, if uh, a family... Uh, signs up if a couple signs up and they want to get their husband on or their wife on that 10 can turn to 20 real quick and that would be just too many right now um so i will announce that the, those of you who are misfits you will get the first go at that those who are on the marriage and money list you'll also get the first go on that because uh, i'm going to send that out to you again there'll only be 10 slots and no more than 20 because it's going to be the first time I'm doing this with so many people. You're going to see my face. I'm going to see your face. We're going to, it's going to be an intimate deal. And, uh, I don't want a ton of people because I want to be able to help everybody on their individuals situations when you got questions and leave time for that. So it's going to be, there's going to be an investment for it, but <laughs> those who get on the first one, it's going to be super dirt cheap. Well, it's always going to be super valuable, right? I'm always going to give you 10 times, 50 times, 100 times the value of what you put into me. Uh, you think about what you've invested in this podcast and how much you've gotten back. And I've heard from so many people just talking about money has helped a whole lot in your own households. But now we're going to get into the nitty gritty of it and give you systems and strategies on how to actually do it. And not only how to do it, but how not to do it. I think a lot of times that's the most important thing is not how to do something, but how not to do something. Because a lot of times we don't know if we're doing it wrong or right. Um, we just kind of think we're doing it right. We're just winging it. But I'm going to talk about how not to do it and why not to do it in certain ways. So, But it's only going to be 10 slots. So when I send that out, you want to jump on that quickly. Uh, it will never be this cheap. right? These first few classes are going to never be this cheap. I'm only going to schedule one right now, see what the demand is. If there's a lot of people that uh, still want to do it afterwards, we'll schedule another one. And so the goal uh, for me, just so that you're clear, and I'd like to share my goals with people for the, 2000, for the first quarter of 2017, is to get 100 couples through this boot camp or 100 individuals through this boot camp over the first three months of the year. What's in it for me? Well, one, because there is an investment, you're going to help me uh, raise funds for the podcast, raise funds for the website, raise funds for the membership site so I can provide you even more content, even more stuff. And I'm going to incorporate videos. So I need to incorporate, I need to upgrade equipment. Uh, I need to be more available, uh, things like that, right? I'm also not a big fan of donations, right? I've had a few people who've approached me with that idea of, you know, collecting donations and things like that. I'm a believer in that you provide value and people pay you for that value. And, and I think that we should all, uh, we can all benefit from that. And I just, I really believe you can start a profitable business 
helping society, doing things that are really beneficial for everybody else and still, you know, make a profit off it because we vote with our dollars. Right. People pay for the things that they truly value. So if I come out with these boot camps or courses or I come out with these ideas, this this podcast and people aren't listening to it, it's not worth their attention and it's not worth their dollars. It's an indication to me that either my message is off or people don't really want the message. So, uh, you know, for sure, if you have something, you have an idea and nobody wants to buy it and your message is clear and all that good stuff that clearly tells you that people don't want it. So you can stop wasting your time. And that's kind of how I'm looking at it as an indicator moving forward, that if I'm bringing value, people will vote on what I'm bringing with their dollars because that's how we do things anyway. Uh, Also, what's in it for me is through these live boot camps, I'm going to be able because I'm going to be able to talk to you one on one. uh, I'll be able to see exactly what everybody is going through uh, in their finances. So I'm not just guessing at it. Right. So uh, that was the reason why I didn't launch that course I've been talking about, because there's one thing for me to be in my own head and, and think I know what you need based on what I've gone through. But if I can talk to you, look you in the eye through these boot camps and literally get your questions, I can create uh, books, I can create courses, I can create content, I can create podcast shows specifically to your needs. And that way we can help the most people possible. Uh, because I don't want this just to be for people who can pay. I want it to be for people who cannot pay and help them get their money right to the point to where they can start investing in their own education um, because uh, that's the goal, right? Because I've talked to you about it in humble beginnings. I want a lot of rich friends, right? And I want that to be you. And uh, if we can all get our money right, we can start businesses together. We can change economies. We can change lives. We can change political uh, the political ground, as <laughs> some of y'all have seen, what what uh, not having political power has, can do, uh, and what having political power can do uh, in this here great United States of America. All right, what else did we learn in 2016? In 2016, we learned that anything is possible and anything can happen. <laughs> we learned that to be ready for the unexpected. I didn't expect for us to be having Donald Trump to be our next president of the United States of America. Wow. Right. Like uh, (laughs) who saw that coming? Right. I didn't expect or I kind of expected, but I didn't expect. I I alluded to earlier in in the podcast that we had a tough. That's right. Your boy had a tough financial year in 2016. Right. And I kind of expected this, but um, don't get me wrong. We didn't like get in trouble. We didn't like lose our house. We didn't lose our car. It wasn't in any, we just earned less money this past year than we did the, the previous couple of years, which was unexpected. But that also taught me that the way we do money works, right? Because we didn't really skip a beat. We kept the podcast going. We kept the website going. We kept doing the things that we would normally do. Uh, we just kind of rolled with the punches, so to speak. So it shows me that the way we do money works. Um, but it also shows me that uh, whenever you get ready to do something great, you're going to come up against resistance, right? And, and and you've seen this before, right? When you've tried to save money, something comes up, 
right? He's like, I've saved a couple hundred dollars and your tires blow out or you save some money and then uh, a family member needs some help uh, getting bailed out of jail or, or, you know, needs some help moving across the country for a new job or whatnot. These things happen, right? So whenever you're getting ready to do something great, these things happen. And we're going to talk about how to prepare for that as we go through how to get 2017 set off for you here in a minute. But we learned that, uh, <laughs> again, when you get ready to do something great, you're going to come up against resistance. And it's only fair that you are aware of that, right? If you want to get muscles, if you want to get swole, you got to go to the gym and lift the weight. The only way you get stronger is to go through the resistance, right? Is to push the weight off of your chest. Now, if you can normally bench 200 pounds and you go in there and you think you're going to get swole lifting 100 pounds, that ain't going to work. Right. To get stronger, you got to lift more and you got to lift heavier than you've ever lifted before. And that's what I want us to get ready for in 2017. For us to go to the next level, we've got to go to and do things we've never done before. We've got to get uncomfortable so we can get comfortable. Too many of us are comfortably uncomfortable. Right. In your jobs and your salaries and your way of life. You go to work. Uh, you come home, eat a little dinner. You may play with your kids if you pick them after you've picked them up from school or daycare or whatnot. Uh, you may chit chat with your spouse for a little bit, then you pass out on the couch. You wake up, and you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again. And then on the weekends, you try to cram in life, right, as much as as possible. And then next thing you know, Sunday is Sunday night is back on you, and you're getting ready to do that again. Now, uh, that's not to say that this is a bad cycle, right? Those who I got great friends who do what they love to do, right? They're teachers, they're entrepreneurs, they're salespeople. They do all kinds of things. They're firefighters and they love what they do. Uh, if you love what you do, it's not a problem. But if you're in a place where you don't want to be, right? You're doing things you don't want to be doing. You're doing things and you know you can do a whole lot more with your life. Make 2017 the year that you push through that comfort zone. You get out of that comfort zone and you go to the next level. And I'm going to be doing the same thing, right? We're going to the next level together, uh, not only in our finances, but in our relationships, but in our, our goals and our dreams and aspirations and our businesses and all that good stuff. So with that being said, let's get into how to get 2017 jumped off the right way. And how you want to do that is you want to establish yourself some goals. Now, I know you've heard about goals before. Everybody's heard about goals. But if you haven't heard about goals Goals are just these targets that you want to set for yourself so you can achieve, right? They give you direction in life. There was a famous Harvard study done several, several years ago, and they talked about how this one graduating class, they would ask how many of them had goals written down or how many have had goals. And I think about half of them had goals, uh, but out of those who had goals, only maybe like 3% of them had their goals written down and they tracked these people over uh, several decades. And those who had their goals written down accomplished their goals and so much more. And those that didn't, well, they really didn't achieve all their goals. Maybe they've done some things because if you just have an idea of where you want to go, you can at least go there. But if you have them written down, there's a whole nother ball game. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about six steps to setting and achieving your goals, right? And what does goal stands for, right? Um, I heard this from a mentor of mine, uh, and matter of fact, I have a that's a special gift I'm going to talk about here in a minute. But he said goal stands for go out and live. If you have your goals set, you can go out and live. G-O-A-L. Go out and live. If you don't know what your goals are, you 
you can't go out and live. What happens is life happens to you instead of happening for you. And you go and and uh, send your life in that direction. You've heard me say this quote before that if you don't have goals set up for yourself, or if you don't have direction, uh, if you don't have a game plan for your own life, you'll end up in somebody else's plan. And guess what they got planned for you? Not much, right? So you got to have your own life plan. If you don't have that, if you don't have your goal set up, you go through life casually. And I think it was Les Brown who said that if, if you go through life casually, you'll end up a casualty. Right. And I say the same thing with your money. If you are casual with your money, your money ends up being a casualty to whoever can uh, get your attention, whoever can sell you, who can ever steal your money from you, can ever distract you. And that's just not way to get the, the most out of your life. So goals give your faith a direction. Right. And even with faith, if you don't have a direction, the faith is dead because you won't have any work. Right. So some people try to get work to get the faith, but it's the faith. Right. That gives you the work, but you don't know what to work towards if you don't have a a direction to send your faith to. Right. Uh, And it also gives you vision. And you've heard me talk about this before. Without vision, you know what happens to you. Without vision, you shall perish. So if you're one of those people who's kind of gone through life and you're not where you want to be. Take this seriously. Right. Take this seriously. If you've never done this, do this. Right. So here are the six steps to to setting up a goal. Right. The first step is to write it down. We've already talked about this. Right. Why does writing it down make it so powerful? Well, if you look around you, right, wherever you are, if you're in your car, in your room, if you listen to this on your phone, you can even look at your phone. At some point at time, that phone, that room, that car, that couch, that chair, that desk, that computer did not exist. It first began in somebody's mind, right? It became, it, it began as an idea. It was inspired by whatever, right? <laughs> we all know where inspiration comes from, but let's just say it's inspired by whatever. And it became a thought. And in order for that thought to come to the physical life, first, the thought is spiritual and you want to bring it to the physical life. One of the shortcuts of bringing something spiritual to the physical is actually making it physical. So you take a thought that you're thinking about You write it down. When you write it down, that spiritual thought now becomes physical. It's a tangible thing. You write it out. You make it plain. The the good book says, write the goal, make it plain, right? Uh, And you can see it. It starts with a prototype after that, right? So they have the idea. They want to solve some problems. They sketch it all out. And then once they have a prototype, then they can actually make it. They can actually make this something that you can touch with your hands. That's why having a goal written down is so important. There's something about taking it out of your head and putting it down on paper so that you never so you don't forget and it becomes physical. I know me. I get all kinds of great ideas, especially when I'm in the shower. It's like I'm Albert Einstein. Right. The minute I'm talking about the second I step out that shower, I don't forgot all the great ideas I done thought about. <laughs> right. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but it happens to me all the time. Or if you have a dream, right, you dream of something and you wake up and you just forgot. You're like, Come on now. Come on now. I just had a billion dollar idea. Now I can't even think of it no more. Right. So get in the habit of writing down your goals. Right. So you don't forget. You don't trust your own brain behind it. Right. So that's step number one. Write down the goal. Step number two is have a date of completion. Uh, You want to have a time frame for you because here's what happens when you set yourself up a boundary. You you work towards it. 
and there it creates a sense of urgency. For example, if you got to be at work at eight o'clock in the morning, right, and it takes you an hour to get there, and you set your alarm for six o'clock, right, you wake up at six o'clock, and you kind of do your thing, right? You kind of get yourself ready as as a normal routine or whatnot. You do your thing. There's not a whole lot of rush because you've done it before. But what happens if you wake up at six fifty, right? There's a whole nother sense of urgency because that seven o'clock is creeping up on you and you got to go, 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 go. Right. Or you're going to be late. You're going to miss the goal. The goal is to get to work on time. Right. Um, I'm a master procrastinator. Right. <laughs> like I'm a recovering like I'm a recovering uh, perfectionist. I'm a recovering procrastinator procrastinator. I'm that guy that if you gave me, let's say, a whole semester to write a 25 page report on whatever it is. I would wait to the night the night before to write that 25 page report. That's just because that's the way, you know, I'm, I, I'm just bad like that. Now, I'm better nowadays. So let me not speak that speak that in my existence anymore. I'm much better at it nowadays because I really am much better at it nowadays. But it's, it is our nature to procrastinate because there's so many other things that we could be doing or want to be doing uh, in the present time. So we put things off until it's absolutely necessary. Right. So you want to give yourself that that framework. You want to give yourself a date of completion so you know you need to uh, uh, know when you need to get to it. Now, I am not a big fan of um, setting yearly goals. Right. Uh, I do like yearly goals. I like five year goals. I like 10 year goals and things like that. But I am more of a, a set goals quickly. Right. So here's what I mean by that. You all know we just came off of our break in December. Right. And we like to work in 90 day increments. And that's something that I picked up in my network marketing days where we would work. We call the 90 day blitz. Right. And the idea is that anybody can do anything for 90 days. They can go hard for 90 days. You can have a goal. You can set it. You can go hard, do whatever you got to do for 90 days. So we incorporate in that into our own life. Uh, so if you notice, our seasons on the podcast are set up in 90 day increments. Right. So we're going to do this for three months. And we got goals set up for three months. And we're going to take a break again. We're going to work again for three months after that. Then we're going to take another month long break. And then we do the, the three months again and we take another break in December. That's how we like to run things. So with that being said, I like to set my goals in these three month increments uh, so I know uh, that it's in front of me and it puts a sense of urgency in front of me. Right. So if I want to make a million dollars this year. All right. I don't start off with a million dollars. One, because my brain may have a hard time believing that I can earn a million dollars in 12 months. Two, because if you tell me I have a whole year to do it, I won't jump on it right away to get to it. I won't have that sense of urgency. But if I break that down and say, okay, I need to make a million dollars this year and I break up a million dollars in, let's say, thirds, or maybe I I do it in different increments, right? Say I want to make a hundred thousand that first quarter. So now I go, okay, if I need to make a hundred thousand, what do I need to make every month? And what happens is that as the increments get smaller, it become more believable. And if I can believe it, I can achieve it. I know that sounds cheesy, right? It's cliche, but there's truth in that. If you don't believe you can accomplish something, you're not even going to get up off the couch to go do it, right? Right now, I'm sitting in a chair. If I didn't believe this chair would hold my weight, I wouldn't sit in it. The only reason I sit in it because I believe it'll hold my weight and it'll have me comfortable while I'm sitting here talking to you, right? That's why I do it. Uh, so you have to make things believable. We talked about how to save up for your contingency fund, or aka the emergency fund. If you need to have six to twelve months in your contingency fund, 
then uh, for most people, and I know for me, initially when I heard that, they say you need to have 12 months. I was like, 12 months? How do I get to 12 months? I'm barely being able to save $100, right? How do I get to 12 months expenses? Because my brain didn't believe it, so I was like, I didn't even, didn't even go after it, right? But if you break it down, right, like I've talked to y'all before, if you break it down, right, maybe you start with $100. That $100 is your first goal, and you have a week to do that or a day or whatever it is. And then maybe from there, you start with your first deductible, your car insurance deductible. You want to get that covered. And then maybe you want to do another deductible, health insurance deductible, then a home insurance deductible. You know, things like that to give you uh, shorter increments and targets that are believable that you can go after and sprints. Right. Instead of having it long and drawn out before you know it, life has passed you by and you ain't got nothing done. Right. So that's the power of writing down a date of completion. Step number three, and this is really important, and it's list, list the obstacles that will get in your way. List the things that will get in your way that will stop you or slow you down from achieving your goals, right? Because if you know thy enemy, you can prepare for it, right? If you know what the roadblocks are going to be, you can prepare for it, right? So list the things that will get in your way that will stop you, whether it's people that are leeching off of you, whether it's a, a friend or a spouse that don't necessarily understand, whether it's a parent that... Uh, makes you feel guilty about your obligations uh, to family or whatever it is. You got to list these things that are getting your way so you can be aware of them and have a plan to work around them or through them or eliminate them. Right. Uh, step number four, identify the people that will help you get there. We talked about this uh, before in our uh, how to get free education uh, episode, and I'll link to that in the show notes. But one of the fastest way to get to where you want to get to is to find people who has gotten there. First, who've already been there, who's already been through it, because they can tell you not only give you directions, but they can let you know uh, they can let you know not only the directions and the obstacles, but where the obstacle is going to be, when the obstacle is going to come and how to overcome or how they overcame these obstacles. So find the people who are where you want to be and then get with them. And those are the people that can help you achieve your goal. So if you have uh, somebody that's at your job and they're in a position that you want to be in and you have a good relationship with them, ask them to mentor you, right? Because they can show you, okay, well, you need to go get this certification or you need to go talk to this person or you need to go add this to your degree plan or you need to go whatever it is. Uh, so that way you get a clear road uh, to where you need to go. It removes the, the fog and you can get there as fast as possible. Step number five, plan your work. Right. So once you have the goal written down, you have the data completion, you've listed out your obstacles, you've identified the people that will help you get there. Now you want to plan the work. What are the steps you're going to take? Write those down too. plan the work and then work the plan. And then step number six, which I think is the most important part of it. And uh, and it's we also incorporate this in how we do our spending plan. I'm going to share with you all on the boot camp. But. Step number six is to understand what's in it for you, right? So you say to yourself, what's in it for me? When I achieve this goal, what does that mean for me? What do I get in return, right? Uh, so you can celebrate, right? If you're trying to accomplish something and at the end of it, you do accomplish it and you don't celebrate it, then what will happen is the inner child in you won't even want you to go do it, right? But if you make it fun, if you make it exciting, if you make it beneficial for you, uh, and you know what's in it for you, that's the carrot on the stick that you keep in front of you. You keep your eyes on the prize at all times, right? So if you keep your eyes on the prize at all times and you know what's in it for you, it's going to give you the motivation to keep going. 
So those are the six steps. Write the goal, have the data complete, completion, list the obstacles, identify the people who help you get there, plan the work, and what's in it for you. Now, here's a couple of keys to achieving, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. Here's a couple of keys to achieving those goals. One, you must believe them, right? We talked, touched on this before. Uh, if you've never made $1,000, but you want to say, okay, I got a goal to make $100 million by in this year, well, your brain just ain't going to let you believe that, right? It just won't allow you to believe that's too far of a deal. I won't say it won't, but it's it's such a far stretch uh, that uh, you're likely not even going to go for it because it won't. your subconscious won't let you believe that you can actually do that, right? Uh, the next thing is you want to work in increments and blitzes. You want to hustle, hustle, hustle in small seasons. Uh, you trying to hustle, hustle, hustle over years and years and years will have you in a hospital, right? You just want to do them in spurts and small bursts and get those small wins, uh, because that keeps you going. That keeps the momentum going. And you want to make sure you keep it at the forefront of your mind, which you've already touched on, right? And so those are those, that's how we're going to get 2017, Started off right now. That was just a quick synopsis on uh, a synopsis on how to get things done. Here's what I have for you. It's a, it's a really cool gift uh, that a mentor of mine uh, has given to me and allowed me to share with you. Uh, uh, he is a person that literally went from, and I know him. It's not just somebody that you know. I I, I saw him when he was broken, living in his dad's house. I knew him. We were friends then, uh, several years ago, and not even that long ago. To today, he's a multi multi millionaire. Right. And he's helping people believe on whole nother levels. His name is uh, David Imanitia. And he did a private uh, goal setting workshop in uh, this past summer. Right. And you can't even find this thing on the Internet anywhere. Right. And you had to sign up. You have to be in this group. You had to know uh, you have to be connected to even be invited to this thing. Uh, so he had a, a workshop on how to achieve anything you want in life. It's a three part workshop. It's almost three hours long, but it's, it's broken up in three parts. And he's allowed me to share that with y'all because I, I, I listen to it. I go back to it often. And I said, you know what? The misfits need to hear this, <laughs> right? The reason why we accomplished so much in 2016, and even like our past several years of life, just in general, because people always ask, you got a wife, uh, you got a career, you, you're doing this podcast, you got all these kids. Uh, we got number four on the way. It's, there's so much going on. Uh, how do we get all this stuff done? Uh, this is how these are the people that I learned from. I'm gonna, and he's gonna allow me to share this workshop with you. How do you get it? The only only thing you need to do is be subscribed to this podcast. <laughs> That's it. It's gonna show up in your podcast feed over the next couple of days or three days because it's a three part deal. And you're gonna want to take this serious. Every time you listen, you're gonna sit down, take notes, write the stuff out. I promise you, if you follow these steps, if you listen to what he's saying, not only will he give you the the game plan but the understanding right not the, we talk about it all the time you can get a whole bunch of knowledge but you want to get some understanding you want to get that wisdom and then so you can apply it so you can it can be applicable to your life so all you got to do is be subscribed to this channel right and it's going to show up in your podcast feed over the next couple of days those of you who are misfits I'm going to put that in your back office so it'll be set up in a course platform and I will have some other some bonuses in there for you as well. So you'll be able to log in anytime you want to and access this instead of having to try to find it on your podcast feed. So that'll be available to to those of you who are uh, Misfit members and all that good stuff. So uh, I'm fired up about that. I I don't know if you can hear my voice, but I am so fired about that. And I am so appreciative that he's allowing me to do that and share that with you with y'all. 
uh, this year to help you get 2017 started off right. Right. So um, that's that. What else we got in 2017? We let's see. We announced the boot camps. Uh, we got this uh, goal setting workshop that's coming in your podcast feed and it'll also be in your back office in the members area. Uh, so if you're not a misfit, go and do that. What else I was going to say? Oh, we're going to start interviews. So this season, we're going to have a few interviews, some people that I, I highly respect and I know of. We're going to get all up in their business, right? Uh, we're going to talk about how they've made transitions. I got some people who've made transitions from uh, the healthcare industry to the music industry. I've had people who've made transitions from quote unquote good jobs to doing what they love. I have people on it that are going to come on here. It's going to talk about, uh, I've, I've got friends that have negotiated with their jobs on how to have uh, work at their job some part-time and then work at home part-time with their same job. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about people who have a big family, but they've also got side gigs and side jobs that are about their passion. Uh, so we got we got not just me babbling on this thing this season. I got some interviews coming up, so I'm super excited about that. And that's it. I think I'm going to let you go. Remember, the boot camps... Make sure you're on the list. I will release that out. Uh, maybe next episode, I'll give the details and the date for the initial one. Again, there's only going to be 10 slots on that first one. We're going to close it off and then we'll go from there. If I feel like 10 is I, I can handle more, we'll go bigger and bigger. But right now, we want to make them just small and intimate so it can just be uh, me and you. Again, there will be an investment, so get your pennies together. It's going to be super cheap. Uh, but prices will go up the the you know the longer I do this. So those of you who get started in the first the first ones or maybe the first few, you're gonna get what I call uh, founder discounts, right? So those of you who've been with me, who've been riding with me, and want to roll with me, uh, I'm go- always gonna take care of you. Those people who are first movers, I'm always gonna take care of you. I won't take care of everybody, but I'm really gonna take care of you. you get a little special uh, a little special love from me just for jumping out and helping me build this thing out as we go and uh, try to save some marriages and try to save some lives with something as basic you think we should have been taught in school and that is money right so with that being said happy new year happy 2017 i hope 2016 was tremendously helpful for you uh and i really do appreciate everybody listening to me we hit uh i think we did 40,000 downloads last year so that is huge 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 but i got bigger dreams so i think uh I really believe we're going to double that number uh, in this first 90 days. In season three, we're going to double that from 40000 to 80000 Easy. And we'll probably uh, easily get uh, into the hundreds of thousands by the middle of the year. So I'm pretty excited about that and these boot camps and for you and all that good stuff. So with that being said, I do appreciate you listening. I love you and God bless. MPS. MPS. MPS.